Good evening and welcome to Matters of Life. I'm John Lucier, and I'm so glad to be back with you for this season as we begin. I know it's been some time and uh, I'll just say you have been missed. Mm-hmm. I definitely enjoy coming on here and sharing what the word or what the Lord has given me in his word to give to you. Um, so yeah, it's, it's wonderful and I'm not alone. I'm joined here in the studio with my Honey, honey, my wife, Kamisha. <laughs> Hi, honey. So welcome, honey. Thank you. Good to have you with us. So, Amen. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, amen. So for the listeners, um, yes, as, as you are aware, we probably have been gone for, for some time in this, this absence, but it has been fruitful. It has been a time of first direction from the Lord, just saying, hey, come sit with me. There's things I want to show you mm-hmm. and, and discuss with you. So uh, we have done that out of obedience, or I have done that out of obedience, and um, this is what the Lord has has shown, and uh, we're going to get into some of that tonight. But before we begin, let's open up with a, a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are and for the opportunity you have given us to be your sons and daughters. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for this, this show and for this platform and this season. And as all the seasons thus far and in the future, mm-hmm. they're led and directed by you. Mm-hmm. We thank you for the listeners. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for, for their heart towards you, for their willingness to be obedient to you, or for their willingness and their obedience towards you. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Welcomed into this place. And into the atmosphere, everywhere that the listeners are. We bind the hand of the enemy that would Mm -hmm. attempt to distract the word, and we loose you, the spirit of truth, to minister to the hearts and the minds, to open up their ears and their eyes, that they would see what you are saying and doing in your body, Mm -hmm. your bride. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' almighty name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, so I want to say this. There is a lot happening in the world. All right. And I know in this this past few months, there's been a huge and immense shaking. And even a lot of the, the prophets have been sharing that or saying, hey, look, there's a great and intense shaking that's happening. It's been a time of intense spiritual warfare. <clears throat> for the body of Christ, and in that some have said, hey, look, it appears as though things are getting worse. (laughs) It appears as though, uh, and we know there have been earthquakes, there have been um, volcanoes, there have been wars. I mean, there, there seeks, or the enemy has sought to overturn laws that the Lord has already overturned, you know, Mm -hmm. into, I'll say, towards his will. Mm-hmm. Not that it was complete, however, right? There's there's still all these little battles and skirmishes, if you will, that have been happening. However, this is what the Lord was showing me, and where He brought, I'll say, me and us to, as He was talking to us about what has been happening, so we can get a a right perspective of the Lord, what He's doing, and what's happening here on the earth, so we can come into alignment with Him and His plan. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So if you have your Bibles, if you would turn with me to 
the book of Mark. We're going to look in chapter 9, verses 14 through 29, which is the story of the demonically possessed boy. And uh, I'm going to read this, but you can also find it in not just the book of Mark. You can find it in Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 21, and in Luke chapter 9, verses 37 through 43. So let me read this and then we'll begin. All right. Mm -hmm. It says, when they came back to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and some scribes arguing with them. Immediately when the crowd saw him, talking about Jesus, they were amazed and began running up to greet him. And he asked them, what are you discussing with them? And one of the crowd answered him, teacher, I brought you my son, possessed with a spirit which makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out and they could not do it. And he answered them and said, O unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit threw him into a convulsion. And falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. And he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood, it has often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw a crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. After crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, it came out, and the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him, and he got up. When he came into the house, his disciples began questioning him privately. Why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, this kind cannot come out by anything but prayer. And some versions also say, and fasting. Mm -hmm. So it's important to get that in there. But what the Lord was showing me is what has been happening, this season of great shaking that has been happening is exactly this. It's a deliverance. The Lord is bringing about the deliverance. It's already happened. He's already spoken the word. I'll say it in this way. The lion of Judah has already roared. Mm -hmm. He's already commanded. He's already spoken. It's already done. Mm -hmm. What we are seeing now, not just in, in the United States, but throughout the entirety of the earth, are the, uh, as it is read here, the convulsions, hmm. which are actually giving way to, or phrased another way, they are the birth pangs of what is happening and what is about to come forth from this. So um, I know you got some, some things the Lord has spoken to you there, honey, honey, that you want to share also. So I, I'd like to get your, well, your, the Lord's thoughts through you concerning this. Okay, sure. You know, anytime we see 
things happening around us, events happening in the earth. The Lord always wants his people, his children to know what's going on and to not be afraid, but also at the same time, not be held in a mindset that may appear religious so that we don't understand or accurately interpret the things that are going on. I remember talking with the Lord um, recently and just coming to sit before him and ask, Lord, you know, what's happening? What do you say about it? I, I know what how other people are phrasing it, or I know what my eyes are seeing. And um, taking that time to get his interpretation on it, because it, it really makes all the difference and it builds our confidence and our focus. And it allows us to see the truth. Because when you look in the natural and you, you hear um, the news or, you know, other people talking and um, it could lead to fear, but also, you know, a misrepresentation of the things happening in the, the world around us. The Lord always leaves signs of things, but the more perfect thing is that he wants to tell us himself Amen. what he says is happening. And, um, you know, in this particular um, account here in the scripture, it looked like after the, the word of the Lord came, after Jesus showed up, things got worse. That was the appearance. Mm-hmm. But the truth was, that was necessary for the deliverance, as you said, to come about. It was necessary for the Lord to speak, and he already knew how the adversary would behave, but he also knew that his word would not return to him void. And, you know, just keeping that mindset and, and seeing that as you look to understand, why am I seeing these things in the news? Why am I seeing these things happening around the world? And not just taking someone else's opinion of what's happening, but actually hearing what the Lord says is happening is of the utmost importance, but great relief to the believer. Amen. Amen, honey, honey. There's, um, if we, I'll say, start breaking this section of scripture down, mm-hmm. we can see, I mean, this is what the Lord was also showing me because he started breaking it down for me. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, right off the bat, right, yeah, there's a lar- large crowd gathered. And yes, there are his disciples and there's a huge discussion and, mm-hmm. and all these things are happening, right? And even lots arguing. Lots of activity. Right, scribes, <laughs> exactly. Lots uh-huh. of hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. And Jesus comes up, and the first question is, "What are you guys discussing?" Mm-hmm. Right, like, and and depending on the translation, some versions say, "Like, what are they teaching you?" Right, like, um, mm-hmm. so it's interesting because there has been lots of voices in the world, mm-hmm. and, and even those that are the Lord's clearly, and those that are not. Mm-hmm. So for us, it comes down to first and foremost, whose voice are we going to listen to? Mm-hmm. Are we going to listen to the voice of a of a man, or are we going to listen to the Lord's voice through His servants, mm-hmm. or right? directly from the Holy Spirit? And, and, and exactly, that's and the, first and foremost. Amen. And the servants should be confirming what the Lord is saying, not amen. saying something different. Correct. So, so that happens, and then in this discussion, now that the Lord's having with the boy's father, right? All of a sudden, this demonic this demon mm-hmm. stirs up mm-hmm. or is stirred up and begins 
tossing the boy around and the Lord's just having a conversation. Just not disturbed at all. Not in the slightest. <laughs> and there's great activity, right? But mm-hmm. clearly the father is distraught, especially if you look at all these, um, you know, the in Matthew and in Luke. It, it talks about how, or it gives more of a sense of how distraught the father is mm-hmm. prior to the Lord rebuking, right? Mm-hmm. So this activity that's been happening, we've seen it everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen it in business. You've seen, well, first and foremost, You've seen it even in the body, unfortunately. The body of the body Christ. of Christ, the church, mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. Lord's bride. But you've seen it in the family. You've seen it in government. You've seen it in business, and I mean every level. You know, local, state, federal, and that's very U.S. specific. But it's also throughout the entire earth, and and all these things that we're mentioning. Um, so you've seen it in business. You've seen it in finance. You've seen it in the arts and in media and. Everything that you look at, education, mm-hmm. you have seen all this activity that's mm-hmm. been happening, this this shaking, which has been an attempt to try to get believers to quit, to give up on their faith, to mm-hmm. lose hope because of what they see and hear with their natural eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. And because it doesn't look like what their hope is or what their expectation is. But then that also just tells us to put effort into garnering understanding from the Lord. Amen. Because the man's hope in this, the father's hope in this particular um, biblical account was that his son would be set free. Amen. And then the moment he asked Jesus for help, first he met, it looked like nothing was happening when he asked the disciples. Then Mm -hmm. he met, you know, a, a very conversational Lord talking to him, Messiah, you know, yes. talking to him, very conversational. In the midst of all this activity. Yeah. And his emotions are, you know, obviously getting more and more amped up. Excuse me. Right? Because you see him in verse 24, that the the father, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, mm-hmm. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. So he's feeling like I'm at, you know, he was at his breaking point, if you will, like he couldn't endure not an, a, another second of this situation. And, um, then, you know, it looks like it even turns worse than that. So if you could connect that to the, you know, before the 2020 election, there was all that time that we spent in prayer marches, you know, as the body of Christ we spent, um, if my people who are called by my name, you know, that that's gone on for since even the 2016 election right? and and people repenting and the people of God that is repenting and praying and going to the meetings and doing what they can in the natural and then feeling like, Lord, but yet now still look, it's getting mm-hmm. even worse. And, you know, God would say to us, stop, Amen. believe, don't be wrapped up in your emotions. Don't be wrapped up in what your eyes see or your ears hear, but tune in, tap into what the spirit of God is doing and understand how things appear when mm-hmm. the hand of the Lord is at work and when the Spirit of God is moving. And be able to distinguish between the penalty of sin coming upon people and the application of deliverance. Amen. Because this was not um, the penalty of sin coming upon someone, yet the situation looked like it got worse. This was the hand of the Lord at work, and it brought forth, It looked. this is what deliverance looks like. Absolutely. And not that we just 
kowtow to the adversary. I'm not saying that for one second, but don't be moved or think it's strange when the word of the Lord goes forth and the adversary, um, I want to say freaks out, but you know, wiggles and squirms. When the adversary does what the adversary does. Right. Or makes it a display or a demonstration Mm -hmm. that the untrained man or woman of God would say, oh, look, it's getting worse and go and question whether or not what God said is done. But the reality is this is what deliverance looks like. Amen. The adversary, just like when he thought he had Jesus, right? He celebrated, he made all this big ruckus, but guess what? The ruler of this world was gassed out, just like Jesus said, mm-hmm. and Jesus made an open show over him. So, you know, just keeping that in mind and interpreting what you're seeing based on the word of God, not on the signs and the symptoms. Absolutely. So uh, I love that you brought that up because even in, I'll well, use a natural example, a parent to a child, mm-hmm. right? When the child has what it thinks it wants and, you know, or has desired or whatever, and then that is taken away because they're not supposed to have whatever it is that they mm-hmm. now have. Sometimes a, tem- a temper tantrum is thrown. Mm-mm. And the parent has to be, oh, yes, I'm with you. Uh-uh, we're, we're not going to tolerate that, right? <laughs> and let's, uh, you know, we can acknowledge that these things happen, mm-hmm. especially with little children, right? But mm-hmm. the, the point of getting at is the parent then has to just stand firm and say, no, we're not going to tolerate that. But it's not an immediate thing, typically, that the child regains their composure and stops throwing their temper tantrum. Right. Sometimes they even insist and try to to amp it up or bring it to another level. Right. And the parent is then required to still stand firm and say, no, we're not going to tolerate that. And it's no different than what we're reading about here. And, and I mean, it's, it's different because it's clearly not demonic possession with yeah, a temper tantrum. Demonic right. Is certainly not a child. But I'm but just saying. But the authority, the enemy, yes. the, the authority that's represented. Christ has the authority, Amen. just like parents have authority over their children. But Christ has all dominion and authority, and the Word of God stands. Now, this is with a with a demon, clearly. Mm-hmm. Regardless right? of what the adversary and, and thought and he was going to do or wanted to try to do, the authority yes. of the Word of God and the Father, Son, stands. and Holy Spirit stands and it rules. Absolutely. So this, this demon is acting up, and then the Lord says what the Lord says. The Lion of Judah roars and rebukes him and casts him out. Mm-hmm. And then what what is seen or observed that like he was br- bring it to another level mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or attempting to bring it to another level, but then the Lord is just well, big this business as usual. He is unmoved and, and he's undisturbed. actually talking then to the crowd and and admonishing and rebuking and all the rest of it. The crowd though is now saying, wait, as as we discussed earlier, their perception is incorrect. They're saying, oh, it's getting worse, mm-hmm. and even to the point of that looked like or it appeared as though the child was dead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know I have heard that in, in conversations that I've had concerning what's been going on in this nation. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, it's getting worse. It's getting, no, 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 no. It's not getting worse. Let's have a right perspective of what our Lord and Savior is doing. What has been happening is a deliverance. We're seeing the results of that deliverance. It's mm-hmm. already occurred in the spirit realm, we're seeing mm-hmm. it take place Amen. here Amen. in the natural. That's this great shaking that has been occurring for the past, oh, I don't know, three, three, four months. Mm-hmm. And and it's still continuing here into the new year. It, it is a deliverance that's already happened. Now, the Lord, as you were sharing, has been talking about, hey, look, uh, uh, 
the same pattern here that we see. He's talking about, hey, what's going on? What are these issues? Right? Like, and and we have brought them to the Lord. And, mm-hmm. I, and I mean, we Christians, believers, mm-hmm. intercessors, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Those in leadership have brought these things to the Lord. We've repented. We've done all the the natural things, right, to bring us back into alignment. And then some have fallen out and come back in. And right there's so there's been this process here. Mm-hmm. of getting our faith back into alignment with what the Lord's doing, but we haven't always had the right perspective. We haven't always understood exactly what is occurring. As the Lord's revealing here, this is what I am doing. It's already done here. Mm-hmm. The Lord's already cast it out. Mm-hmm. What we're seeing is is the, the convulsions, if you will. Mm-hmm. But the more important thing, and this is just an overview of what the Lord is showing, because he, and we're going to go into this in a... In, uh, probably a part two or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, of this, because he was talking about the different people and they all have, they all represent various components, but this whole deliverance process is, is bringing forth something wonderful Mm -hmm. because if we continue to read right in this, it talks about how the boy like became so much like a corpse that most people said he's dead. Mm-hmm. Right, and people have had that whole that that perspective. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. I don't know how much more we can take. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Right, uh, people have even gone out and said so much as, you know, the the nation's going to collapse and this and that. And it's like, no, rebuke that in the name of Jesus. So mm-hmm. actually, the Lord already did that. Right, this is part of the deliverance piece. Right, but then how the Lord raised up the boy, mm-hmm. and took care of everything. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now. In the grand scheme of life, what what is that? And if you read the actually the other um, places in Scripture, mm-hmm. it talks about how the the boy gets up, and now as a result of the Lord raising him back up, mm-hmm. he's able to now go forth and learn and grow and mature or mature mm-hmm. in knowledge and relationship with the Lord, but also in his own life. The natural thing also takes place. First spiritual, then natural, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and I'll say that's exactly what's happening here. What we are seeing is the birth pangs. You know, I'll say we, we've misunderstood what the birth pangs are. And we oftentimes have been taught it's, it's about the earth crying out for the Lord. Well, that's, that's not exactly what's said in, in Matthew 24. Uh, let me turn there real quick. Okay. Matthew 24 says it. This way. I'll start in verse 4. Jesus said to them, See to it that no one misleads you, for many will come into my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many. You will be hearing, you yes, you will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See to it that you are not frightened. But those things must take place. That is, Oh, wait, see that you're not frightened. For those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And in various places, there will be famines and earthquakes. But all these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. And then goes into even more detail, right? They'll deliver you in a tribulation. They'll kill you. They'll, right? All these other things then happen, right? Mm-hmm. But what happens when there is a deliverance. It brings forth something wonderful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it only takes a moment. You saw that here. In a day, this 
this child, this boy was set free. Mm-hmm. No different than what happened, if you will, I'll just give you a few examples. In Exodus chapter 11 and 14, the Lord delivers Israel out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. There was an initial one, right? An initial deliverance where they left or they were leaving, and then they got as far as the Red Sea, and then wait, again, if you will, you could state, well, that's the convulsions. Pharaoh came back and wanted to slaughter them all. Mm-hmm. But then the Lord brought about that permanent deliverance, mm-hmm. set them free. And what what's notable about this and that we, you know, we should add this to our understanding is that the adversary has no power. Amen. Once the Lord said, I'm bringing them out, the adversary had no power to hold them. No matter how many chariots he had, how angry he was, how far he chased, how long he, he ran, nothing, 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 nothing gave him power over the word of God and over what God said concerning them. Likewise, back to Mark chapter 9, when the Lord said, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you come out of him and enter him no more. The adversary had no power to remain and no power to harm the boy and to hurt or steal, kill and destroy his life. He had no Amen. more power or authority or ability to do it. So I just said, and don't return. Absolutely. And he couldn't even come back. So Keep that in mind, you know, let your heart rest upon that. What is the word of the Lord? And that's why it's so important to take the time to hear from him what he's doing so that you rightly understand. The The Lord would often say throughout the um, the gospels that a perverse, a wicked and perverse generation seeks a sign. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you go, well, you leave signs so we could follow them. No, he said signs would follow you Amen. who believe. But he also said, your faith is what you're supposed to walk by. We walk by faith. The just, we live by our faith, not live by signs, not live by um, trying to interpret outwardly what we think something means, but by the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. He said that he wouldn't leave us um, orphans, but that the Holy Spirit would come and he would perform a specific role to comfort us, Mm-hmm. to bring to our remembrance all that the Lord said to us, to guide us into all truth, and to show us things to come. He didn't say that we would be led by signs. Amen. And just a couple more examples to, to help support this, right? And mm-hmm. The deliverance brings forth something wonderful in a day, right? In Second Kings 7, the Lord through Elisha promised food, and it was going to change. Right, and I know that's been an issue in the cost of things, inflation, all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, you see that exact thing happen. All of a sudden, just in a day, everything was gone. The, the Arameans, Arameans mm-hmm. that were essentially attacking them and controlled everything were no more. And then you can look at Isaiah, I'll say 36, um, 36 to 37, and Second Kings 18, and... 19 and you have Sennacherib and everything that happens there and in one day a deliverance occurs 185,000 people are no more and the enemy goes away and returns home there's a freedom now in that what is the Lord doing and he's doing this the deliverance is for his body his bride his church he's bringing them forth so they can grow in him and come up to new levels and new heights, mature in their faith and in the things of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And what will be the result of that is the end time harvest. 
Mm-hmm. So that's that's the word for of the Lord for today is to provide an overview, and we're going to go d- even deeper into this in the next episode. I just want to say that we love you. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Look forward to connecting with you again on the next episode. And I want to thank you for standing for righteousness and justice. Love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful evening.